Join the Wall Street Journal's Tech Live Cybersecurity on June 6, 2024, in New York City, to be at the forefront of shaping the future of cybersecurity and creating a more secure digital landscape. Use the discount code PODCAST to receive $200 off your registration fee. Visit wsj.com slash techcyberpodcast to learn more. This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here are Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser. The Leviathan of online commerce getting into the grocery store business. Welcome to Money Beat. I'm Paul Vigna. I'm Stephen Grosser. And we are in the studio today because we have to talk about Amazon's big nearly $14 billion surprising deal for Whole Foods. And joining us on the podcast, Money Beat reporter Ben Eisen. Ben, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Paul? And uh, M&A reporter extraordinaire David Benoit. Money Beat alum? Money Beat alum. That's why I'm and, on my title. And extraordinaire. M&A reporter. Welcome back, David. Thanks, How Paul. are you? Good. Good to be here. Uh, so, Grocer, where should we start with this? Because this was well, a pretty, pretty ground-shaking deal. I think anyone who's listened to this podcast over you know, the last couple of years knows that I get pretty excited over M&A. Um, this deal, I mean, not only was it, I don't, this deal was largely unexpected. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. there have been sort of some talk about this, but Amazon's name oftentimes gets thrown around in speculation. What you mean for Whole Foods? For Whole Foods, Whole Foods. Yeah. but it just it, anytime there's uh, anytime you know there's a you know a retailer you know that you know, it, that might be put up for sale, Amazon's name is always somewhere in the mix, and, and how true and it, that is is never clear. But what I found most startling about today was the share reaction, not of Whole Foods. Not of Amazon, Which but, right, Whole but Foods the entire consumer staples sector. I mean, grocery stores, Walmart, Target, Costco, just, just getting crushed today. I mean, down 5 10 15%. That was after a really bad day yesterday. Kroger's yesterday came out. And and basically said our margins are gonna, are are just low and they're not and competition means they're right, not going right. to get higher and and that you know weighed on like the, the grocers Whole Foods and Kroger's had some of their worst days in many many years yesterday and then on top of this I mean the this this group of companies grocers just got. And I like that. You know, it goes with my name. Um, the grocers are throwing <laughs> yeah, the, they, they are not doing well today. R- right. And, 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 that, and it, that's unusual because normally what happens in these situations is you see a lot of the other companies, a lot of the other rival grocers see their shares pop because you, everyone right. expects well, more M&A. Well, well I think and, – and Ben or, and Dave, please join jump in on this. I think that kind of shows the, the real impact of this deal even more than the, the price tag. Yeah. I mean, it definitely it, it sort of st- is starting to seem like this this race to uh, retail e-commerce do- dominance is kind of between two companies these days. There's Walmart on the one hand and Amazon on the other hand, and uh, uh, Walmart announced its own much smaller deal earlier earlier in the morning, uh, and you know it, it, it's starting to look like everyone else. I mean, w- what does the future hold for them? I don't know. Right. I mean, how often essentially? What what you're describing the market is saying today is is it's like capitulating to Amazon. It's like yeah. oh, of course Amazon right. is going to do. Bear in mind, Whole Foods has not been doing very well, which is why they have two activists pushing them to sell themselves. They have some issues. They need. They've been facing really stiff competition from Kroger. Like the story as of two days ago was 
is Whole Foods ever going to get back on track? Uh, they're too expensive. Uh, people are going to Walmart, and now suddenly Amazon shows up, and everyone just like rolls over and says, "Oh, Amazon is the future." And listen, I'm not going to bet against it. But uh, yeah. no, I mean, you saw it with Kroger's announcement Kroger, yesterday. I just pulled this up. Kroger is down a third this week. Yeah, it's down thirty three. Wow. It was over thirty dollars. It is now down. It's around twenty one. No, uh, and, and and what you saw with their announcement is investors got very spooked about margins and profitability in this business, just n- not rebounding and getting back to previous levels. And then Amazon comes in, and that investors basically took that's not good news to profits or margins. It's eye opening, and and the other thing, right? The flip side of that is Amazon stock is up fourteen billion dollars or something more more than the more than they're paying the purchase for this price. Thing today. Right. Uh, because everyone thinks they're going to do great, and um, Dennis Dennis Berman, our, our fearless editor, had had what I thought was a pretty astute uh, observation in 140 characters, uh, <laughs> where he pointed out this is 400 something Amazon stores that have just been opened in prime real estate across the country that people already right. like clamor to go to. Like um, imagine what else Amazon yeah. can do right now. And what and what one of the things that's interesting too is because Amazon obviously doesn't own stores. You know, previously, but Amazon actually in, in building up its grocery business, and this is an area they saw as very attractive. They actually thought they could get decent margins from, um, but it was going to take them, you know, ten years to build up the footprint if they were building their stores from scratch. This gives them their footprint boom like that. You know, to, to play devil's advocate, though, Dave, a couple things you, you said in there. Um, one was that you know Whole Foods had been struggling. Right, and they're profitable. Yep. But you know, struggling with growth. Struggling I mean, they were they were trading well above the stock price two years ago. Right. Yeah. And Amazon, for all its you know, for all its dominance of online commerce, not an outrageously profitable business. Is there a chance that you know Amazon has bitten off something that it can't really digest here? I mean, can Amazon really turn Whole Foods around? This is not their business. Is not selling. Uh, high-end material at a premium price. I mean, their their business is volume and cutting margins to the bone. That is not Whole Foods' business. Uh, yes. Uh, again, I I uh, I'm wary of betting against Amazon. Sure. Of um, and and not to say that they're going to do it. But and the other thing to keep in mind is they might actually have different. They might need different numbers than a public Whole Foods needs. Right. Hmm. Uh, it's unclear to me. I guess I haven't really looked at this. How how big of a chunk Whole Foods revenue would be to Amazon? It can't be that big of a chunk. Pretty big. I actually yeah. looked at it. Yeah. This idea. I did a little post it? on it this morning. It was sorry, Paul. So so just going by like the last quarter for both companies, uh, Amazon had about I think it was about thirty five billion overall. Twenty two billion of that was their online retail. Then the next biggest chunk, I think, was their third-party reseller business. Then was Amazon Web Services, which was about $3.6 billion, I think. Whole Foods' last quarter, they had about $3.7 billion in sales. And their, their earnings, I think, were $99 million, And Amazon's overall earnings were $724 million for the sure. quarter. So, you know, they become a pretty significant business for Amazon. Sure, and, sure. And but, let's also like t- – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, in terms of the, the share price of Amazon going up today, as we were talking about, uh, 
I mean, it seems like one thing about Amazon is that it, it just continues to sort of capture people's imaginations. It's been doing that for, you know, 20 years that it's been a public company. It's, it hasn't been a hugely profitable company for most of that time. And, and yet still, its share price just keeps going up and up, and its market value keeps going up and up. Mm. And, uh, you know, this, this just seems to almost sort of lengthen the runway even further here because it's, okay, now Amazon is getting into this area. Uh, we still don't know what Amazon's going to be like in 10 years, but, you know, shareholders have really given it a lot of room to, to continue experiment. to experiment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break here. We have a lot more to talk about and discuss on this big deal on a Friday. Surprisingly, a big deal on a Friday, right? Thank God. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Join the Wall Street Journal in New York City on June 6, 2024, for the inaugural Tech Live Cybersecurity to network and hear from leading cybersecurity experts across a variety of sectors on how to combat cybersecurity threats, mitigate crippling attacks, and safeguard privacy on the individual and organizational level. Use the discount code PODCAST to receive $200 off your registration fee. Visit wsj.com slash techcyberpodcast to learn more. Make sure to check out the Future of Everything podcast because the future is closer than you think. All new episodes each Friday in June. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here are Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser. Welcome back to Money Beat. Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser here in the studio in New York City talking about Amazon's $13.7 billion deal for Whole Food Markets. Dave Benoit and Ben Eisen are here with us to break this one down. And... Uh, I, I, where should we go next? I, yeah. I was just going to talk about you, you were wondering if Amazon can make a business out of this. Sure. And because Whole Foods has been struggling. Well, and not but, that they but, can't but make we, a business, no, no, but just but that they, I historically they have two kind of different business models. No, but do can they, they meld those? Do they? I mean, yes. And, and, that, and, that, and the question becomes is does, you know, first of all, Whole Foods is a pretty popular um, private label um, business. That. Amazon can now put into its distribution network, um, you know, and people can order online. If you look at the history of online, I mean, you know, since Amazon has sort of been born, people, all people don't want to, like, people like to go and peruse bookstores. They don't want to buy books online. Oh, people don't want to buy clothes. They want to see how they fit. Oh, people don't want to buy groceries online. I think that's all changing, and I think that's changing is going to change dramatically. I think, especially if you look at you know at Fresh Direct here in New York City, where people are already you know ordering their food and having it delivered online, that is a big you know sort of marketplace that Amazon feels like they can dominate, and this gives them an operation and a network already in place that they can build upon. So the the other thing that uh, so Newberger Berman's one of the the shareholders in, in Whole Foods who has been sort of pushing for this uh, publicly go out and sell themselves, which is n- not exactly a typical Neuberger Berman yeah. old mutual fund. Because they're a mutual position. fund. Right. Uh, one of their big parts of their thesis was Whole Foods, better than any other grocer that has a national footprint, has figured out prepared foods. People walk yeah. into Whole Foods yeah. to buy the things that they've already cooked and, and eat mm-hmm. meals. Uh, and and that is particularly attractive. Whole Foods is also really good uh, with brand with like the millennials. 
um, and and younger shoppers who are more willing to pay for the right food. And just and a I, note on that: some of us millennials actually went to Whole Foods for lunch today. So, and it's there the prepare, you go. It's the did prepare, you? It's I pre- did. Yes. Wow. And when people really call How much it did you whole, pay for pay, that? whole oh paycheck. God, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Is when people call it a whole paycheck, in many ways, they're oftentimes referring to the prepared meals because yep. they they mark those. Those seem to be marked up quite a lot. Well, but that kind of gets to my point. I don't want to belabor this, but Whole Foods. We just I just said it. They made ninety nine million dollars the last quarter. Their margins were about eight percent. They are, you know, that's that's still predicated on the idea that they are charging you a premium price for their product. Amazon's entire business is, is getting the cheapest price and mar- making it all up on volume. Those are two different business models. How soon is Amazon either going to feel pressure or put pressure on Whole Foods to lower their prices to get more market share? And is that good for Whole Foods ultimately? I think they're probably definitely going to lower prices. Yeah. Yeah. It's good I for mean, us. Until, I mean, until they crush all their competition yeah, and their Amazon, monopoly, yeah, they can raise the right. price. Amazon wants market share. Okay, yeah. They're not a monopoly. I think that's, yeah. yeah. One thing. All right, uh, hey, you guys think I can make it. I'm happy. <laughs> D- Dave, you, you, you had a story about Newberger Berman today that mentioned that uh, one of the portfolio managers thinks there's going to be other bidders for Whole Foods, that maybe this isn't over. Uh, you know, Who else might be interested other than, than Amazon? So... Uh, that is a good question because, uh, as I said a couple couple days ago, I think we all would have said, oh, no, Amazon isn't going to do this. It's not going to happen. Um, so the Newberger Berman guys say, listen, just objectively, look at look at the value they're paying for this. It's $13.7 billion, but it's actually not that big of a check for this business. It's 10 and a half times future EBITDA, which um, – isn't isn't puny? They're not saying they're not screaming about hey this is a terrible deal. But they're saying listen if you look at what's happening if you look at Walmart's stock down four percent which is I don't know ten billion dollars or something like that. Uh, you look at how the rest of the industry is freaking out. Someone might freak out enough to be like throw them fourteen billion, see what we can get. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying they're going to beat out Amazon, which has pretty deep pockets and clearly is also up. 14. And there must be a breakup fee on this deal, There's right? Four hundred million dollar breakup million, fee. Yeah. No. So you'd have to go above fourteen billion, right? But uh, it, it, just to match it, it's it. Yep. Well, it's it's not it's not inconceivable. No, hmm. I don't think it's inconceivable at all. Um, given, well, I don't think it might. Well, I think it's difficult to beat out Amazon because of its deep yep. pockets. However, given the sh- I, you know, I think the point that you made earlier about given the share performance, it's clear. That if you're an executive in the grocery business, if you're a Walmart, you know, you're looking at this and you're like, I do not, I want to make it as difficult. I want to cr- make the bar of entry as difficult as possible for Amazon. Yep. And, you know. And, and maybe they go get Kroger. Maybe yeah. they get, maybe, maybe there's other consolidation, which is. Sprouts why, is actually getting a, some, a lot yeah. of speculation. Yeah. As, which is um, why it's weird these stocks are down, because normally that's the speculation. Exactly. And they all go up. Yeah. Why, why is Amazon going after such a premium, uh, Company in this field, rather than going for like a Costco or like a, I mean, who knows? I think I think it's their I think it's the customer base is probably yeah. as close as you could be <laughs> for Amazon. Yeah. Makes sense. And 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 I think the the interesting thing is Whole Foods. I mean, despite the premium on this deal, uh, it's you said it. I mean, in 2015, it was trading much higher than in, yep. um, the offer price. So I mean, it, it's you know it has fallen a lot. Um, in the past two years, and you know they're st- arguably still getting it on a, a, a pretty cheap deal. Here, here's the analogy I think I've come up with that works pretty well. This is like if if the NBA was publicly traded the day Golden State signed Durant. <laughs> yeah, everyone else's stock would have tanked. Yeah, 
Because wow. this was like a Cle- sure yeah, thing. Cleveland's would quote unquote sure thing, right? Right. Wow, it's a good way to look at it. Uh, you know, one of the other interesting things I did, I, th- I thought was so. Grocer this morning says to me, you know, let's look at this compared to other Amazon deals. We're going to get the data from from Deal Logic. You know, going through Amazon's history of deals, and I start looking through it. And not only was it the large, it's by far Amazon's largest acquisition on record. So not only is it the largest acquisition on record, it is larger than Amazon's next 20 largest acquisitions on record combined. Yeah. And actually, that— Amazon has never spent money like this. That actually raises, I think, uh, does raise one red flag because as anyone who's covered M&A for a long time, execution of deals— is the top thing. I mean, if you want the deal to prove successful, you have to Amazon, you know, execute on it. Now, Amazon has obviously run a great business. There's no reason to think they can't. But they do not have a track record of making big, risky deals. Now, is $14 billion for a company valued at 450 terribly risky? Right. I mean, not not only is it bigger than any of the deals they've done, it's also just very different than yeah. any of the deals they've run. I was working on a story a couple of weeks ago involving a, 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 an Amazon acquisition uh, called Twitch, which was like a, 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 game, a way for people to stream uh, video games so other people could play along, basically, which is like, how different is that from Whole Foods? It's, yeah. it's just like such a different spectrum. So again, go, it goes no. to that question of execution there. Yeah, Twitch, and then their other big deal was Zappos, which you know, sell shoes online. Right. I mean, that pretty much seems like what Amazon does. Well, and I thought it was kind of, I and mean, this is what we were talking about this morning, right, Ben? Did you put that post out or are you still working on it? The, like, what is Amazon post? Uh, or did put that it put out. it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, you put, put it out, out. right. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, what is Amazon? Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of, I, I guess there's a lot of questions within that question. <laughs> but the, the the one question that, that that we asked is like, what does it mean in the stock market? Because Amazon, technically, in the S and P 500, it's a it's a consumer discretionary company, which uh, isn't what you would first think of. You'd think of it as a tech company. Generally, it's it's usually thought of alongside like Facebook and Google right. and Alphabet. Um, and 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 all these other companies, but 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 so yeah, it's 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 what is it now? And now it's moving into this uh, consumer staple space, which is which is even different. So, uh, you know, maybe it's a conglomerate. Maybe it's got uh, you right, know a right. little bit of everything. It's definitely and, a conglomerate. Is it, yeah, uh, is it is it the modern twenty first century conglomerate? The trades at one hundred and eighty seven times tra- right. trailing twelve months. I mean, don't forget so. Berkshire Hathaway. But it's. It's right there. I'd right? say Berkshire Hathaway, there was a 20th century conglomerate. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, again, who knows what happens here, but right. it seems like it's a tough to to stop behemoth that yeah. just keeps growing. Yeah. No, I mean, we have written about how it ended books. It's now ending department stores. It, you know, it's at every turn. Amazon is, you know, the biggest. It's swallowed and, industries. And, and yeah. Steve mentioned this earlier, but right, Amazon is often thrown around as like, oh, who needs a buyer? Oh, Amazon will buy this thing, no matter what it is, partially because no one knows quite what Jeff Bezos dreams about. I remember when Blockbuster but, was in trouble, it was like, like this is back in like the early uh, 2000, like 2003, uh, 2004, that Amazon was constantly talked about buying them because they wanted streaming video. Right. Right, Netflix too. Did. Right before yeah. they before they yeah, really built out Prime. Um, in that instance, though, they went out right. They went out and built their own. Right, and yeah. that was that was a threat. We we reported earlier that was that was something. I don't, I don't know that they threatened it, but that weighed over these Whole Foods negotiations. Whole Foods was aware that Amazon was plotting to build something. Yeah, uh, which would have spooked them. Um, 
but it, now now that they've actually gone out and spent thirteen billion dollars more than they've ever spent, we're probably going to hear a lot more rumors <laughs> and speculation that a whole that Amazon is going to buy wow. the world. All right, Dave Benoit, Ben Eisen, thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, Paul. Thanks. And everyone, thank you for listening. We are always happy to have you on board, and we'll talk to you soon.